can you two tell me what you know about one Mr. Professor Diesel? He plays Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, that's big. That's important. Professor D's nuts, dude. <laughs> Got him. But that is all I really know about it, quite honestly. <laughs> Diesel, he is uh, he's a fan of Dungeons and Dragons. Hmm. He's most famous for his uh, Fast and the Furious series, but he is a lot more into role play stuff. And so like, when I know oh, okay. is this so welcome to the lore, you know, oh a podcast where some friends dive into the fantastical and often convoluted lore of media that we grew up with and love. And here to bring you the mostly correct facts this, about Made of Things this week are me, Fran. Me, Ethan. And I'm CJ, and I just have a feeling this is going to be one of those episodes. <laughs> we're already off the rails. It's going to be a great time. We, I oh don't know gosh. if we ever left the station or if we're just like, if they didn't make the rails and we just decided to try it out anyway or what's going on. But yes. uh, I got a good feeling about this one. It'll be great. All right. I, I thought we were going to start talking about Ethan's role play habits. I uh, I think his penchant for dressing up as schoolgirls. That's yeah. very, I thought he was very trying to segue into. Um, but uh, first off, Fran, every man wants to be a pretty anime girl. That's just uh, science. Who doesn't really? I, yeah, I get it. Every man doesn't not, and I don't think we should judge men for that. I think. I think we should praise them. Every every man wants to be a uh, anime schoolgirl, but they're not allowed to admit that. So instead, we like to role play big, tough, strong men who are mm. the bestest. And oh. that's what we're going to be talking about today is uh, Vin Diesel's one of his, a couple of his role play characters, uh, Mr. Richard B. Riddick. Okay, so I... In a schoolgirl outfit. Mm, only the one time when i when i describe this series i don't want you to imagine it as like why would somebody make a movie series like this i want you to imagine what if a rich and famous person wanted to play out their own role play character in like as much media as possible and then like this all makes a lot more sense okay i I was so sure up until, I guess, 30 seconds ago, that this was a book that was like <laughs> Artemis Fowl. Like, mm. I feel like Artemis Fowl and this stuff was the same thing for a while. Like, I oh, read. Like actually, exactly the same. Like, I like read. The same franchise. I read Harry Potter. And then there were the other like weird nerd kids that I would never hang yeah. out with. I would like call them names and stuff. And then those guys would read like Artemis Fowl and like Chronicles of Riddick. Is this a movie series or a book series or both? There's no books that There's I know. There's no books. books? Not a There's single book? Books, but... It's called The Chronicles. That means it's written down. I, I assume there were like... <laughs> 
like combs. You know, the funny oh, thing too is that like uh, the the series I've seen it referred to as the Chronicles of Riddick several times, which is actually the name of the second movie. <laughs> the uh, second movie, great. So we the have first one's just the, Riddick, right? No, the first one is called Pitch Black. Okay. Does the, All right. Excuse just, just, me. Just start from the beginning. We're never gonna like back our way into we're, this. I we're thought never we could. Gonna, I you thought I could like detective. I thought I could like sleuth this one out, world's greatest lore detective style, but I can't. The series starts out with Pitch Black, right? Okay. It is what when when yeah, I never heard a year. of this movie. I don't know. I need a time frame. Oh, oh my right. god, you guys want years? We do this every years. time, Ethan. We say I that it's two thousand. Okay, it is. It is the year. It is two thousand. Okay, the distant year of our Lord and Savior. The, the distant future. The year two thousand. Okay, we, that's a good that's good context. Was this before or after the Matrix? Well, it was before 9/11. So, we're in a pre-9/11 world. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. It's a different and time. I know what level of CGI to be envisioning. Right. As well. <laughs> All right, I guess that 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 if anything is a fair point. Uh you can imagine that level of CGI and Pitch Black is it is a like b-movie science fiction movie right yeah it's like it's pretty fun it's pretty actiony but it's definitely not high art right this is like classic vin diesel b-movie um this one was it was it did decently well for the budget that it had right uh and so and vin diesel fucking loved it let me be clear vin diesel fucking loves riddick so okay. this was this he didn't like create this but he became riddick and then when he inhabited the role as all you know artists like vin diesel of the of screen and stage do you inhabit the role and then he sort of summoned that piece of riddick and is now immutably within himself and he said to himself i must never let this this sweet light die inside of me that like you have, I'm about to explain to you how on point you are, CJ, because you see, Pitch Black came out, did pretty good, classic. Did pretty good. Movie. Okay, I, I was not expecting that. Never heard of it that. until this day, but all uh, right. Solid seven out of ten. Well, well you were like <laughs> nine, Fran. So I was nine. That is true. <laughs> so, uh. They start making more stuff for it. They made a little, they call it an animated movie. It's 35 minutes long. Uh, it's like okay. an OVA. Yeah, so Vin, it's sort of, sort Vin, of a steamboat willy. Yeah. Well, it's like the, char like, it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown kind of Okay, like yeah. It's a seasonal thing. Specials. Right. They, they made, supposed to play it between the Macy's Parade. They made this animated movie because Vin Diesel was very pumped for it and made a lot of requests. And they were like, okay, Vin Diesel, we will make this animated movie. They made a video game series because Vin Diesel was like, I would like to be the voice actor for this. And I really think that you guys should do some Riddick stuff. This is post Iron Giant voice of the Iron Giant Vin Diesel, but pre Fast and Furious Vin really? Diesel. Really? And he had that much pull? Yeah, I guess. After I mean, he was the Iron movie? Giant. Yeah. Yeah. Good, uh, I mean, for him. he had other, like, he was a known action was movie he? star at that was point. He? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I hate to I break it to you, know. Ethan, but he had about four movies before The Iron Giant, and that's all I could see on his Wikipedia page. I mean, he was in Saving Private Ryan. 
Yeah, oh, no, okay. again, it's, it's like Fast and, I've seen that one. As we said, Fast and Furious is his big series, yeah. but uh, he had roles before. It's not like he just did Riddick and then was suddenly like, I'm a big shot now. No, but that's uh, kind of what happened, though. <laughs> he did Riddick, and then the next year he did Fast and Furious, and then he uh, now he can fucking buy a house on the, the moon. I know. It just it was banger triple. after banger after <laughs> banger. He just, triple X is oh, fucking, like, fucking so It rad. sounds like Iron triple Giant X. really set him up for a lot. Triple X actually is fucking radical, dude. I fucking love it. He's like snowboarding. He like fucking does a kickflip <laughs> into a helicopter or some shit. Holy it's awesome. shit. Um, Ethan, right. where are we in the lore? <laughs> because I don't I don't feel like we're very far yet. We have covered nothing. Yeah. It was for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we this can't record at night. This sucks. All oh, right. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Uh, all right. So we have a Vin Diesel who's okay. big, who's big dicking it off yeah. of the yeah, Iron yeah. Giant. Right. He's getting ready to be in the Fast and Furious. What's happening? Chronicles of Riddick is the second movie, and it flops hard yeah that's okay. the one i know that about. tracks that tracks to me at at this point vin diesel buys the rights to the riddick series and is now the owner of the ip of chronicles of riddick and Don't let your dreams be dreams essentially right here <laughs> he's like no we are done when i say we're done <laughs> Also, in fairness, Ethan, I'm seeing the budget was between 105 120 million and it grossed between 107 and 115 worldwide. So, mm-hmm. they they came even. You know what, Ethan? I'm tired of you always pushing this narrative of infinite growth. Oh, we always have to be making money. That doesn't even make sense, Ethan. A movie isn't a thing. You can't live in a movie. So, yeah. yeah. It, it was. We, it got a four have, point. It got a four point six out of ten. To live in the movie, uh, right. <laughs> We need. You're right, CJ. We need to be making art. And when uh-huh. I get to the third movie, we'll talk about what oh. art looks like. Oh, okay, thank God. <laughs> um. So, I, this is this is kind of the context of the series. This is Mr. Vin Diesel's baby. This mm. is. I want to role play the the cool space tough guy. So, would you say at this point, uh, you know, at the first movie that we had the spark of Riddick inhabited him and was just, you know living inside of him, all that stuff, like I was saying earlier. But now, second movie comes out. Do you think maybe Riddick is actually more in Vin Diesel than Vin Diesel is at that point? Like, do you think he is now the minority of his own consciousness compared to Riddick? Yeah, I would say that Vin Diesel at that point, he's Riddick, he's Dominic from The Fast and the Furious, and he is also the last Witcher, which is not based on the Witcher game series, but is actually based on a role play character that he used to play that he was like, I really want that to almost, do that. He based on the Witcher series? Because that's crazy. This dude's <laughs> 
This dude's well, the dude who comes to the Vin Diesel episode at this point. Shit. I, I mean, I guess I it mean, is. It has to be a little bit. I wasn't expecting it. I will say, I mean, I've played Dungeons and Dragons. I have a, I, you know, I have some favorite characters I have, but like, you know, they they never come up during like my day job. So imagine, imagine if they could. But though, it could. CJ. Imagine if you were like your job right now if you had enough pull that it could cj you would do it is that not basically what critical role is is that not what the whole the whole idea behind that is is that they are those guys yeah oh my god i would love that i would love it if i could if i could live in such a world tell me more about it yeah well you can't but vin diesel can well right obviously so what make so i'm assuming riddick is the name of the character yeah again richard richard b riddick dick riddick actual name Dick Riddick. what what is b what is the b stand don't ask what the b stands dick biggest dick biggest riddick yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Mr. Okay. Biggest, you're wanted on set. That's what he requested people would say to him when he was working on Fast and Furious. Again, yeah. if you could, you would. Uh, you're not that's wrong. That's actually part of the rumors because like, he's been such an asshole to work with. He's just been such a big dick on set for those right. movies. Right, so that's yeah. that's such why. A, such a big dick. They were, they were like, oh, whatever you say, Richard. And he's like, oh, they're, they're respecting my characters. And uh, <laughs> they respect me, but they're just like, nah, he's just a dick. He's just a dick. Uh, so so what, is, what makes uh, Richard biggest ridic so compelling that vin diesel wanted to dump all his fast and furious money on buying the ip oh my god i would love to well i think at that point it didn't cost him all that much to get the rights <laughs> but basically um the the thing that's interesting about the riddick series is that it is like schlocky b grade sci-fi but they actually do like a pretty good job of world building it's it's like it's a lot of rule of cool stuff and if you guys stop me for every illogical thing i talk about we will be here all day but i will do my best to if it's if it's rule of cool ethan you know i'm all for it if it's just stupid that's when i'm gonna be like i don't think i like this very the vibe the vibes are on point and let me let me explain to you this this is a good entry point into his world okay uh so the series takes place 500 years in the future, uh, we're all over, humans are all over space, right? There's aliens and shit. Uh, Elon Musk is in charge. He like figured it all out. <laughs> He's still a brain inside of a robot somewhere. Right, yeah. He doesn't come up in the series very much, but he is out there making the universe a better place. Uh, <laughs> and actually, <laughs> I would say that that would actually explain a lot because you see uh, in this future space world, uh, there are a lot of planets that are just prison planets, right? And whatever... The prison industrial complex cannot escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bigger than ever. Yeah. Uh, and whatever, like, entity that I don't remember them mentioning, but somebody pays these prison planets more money for the more dangerous and wanted people that they have at their prison planets. And it just so happens that Mr. Riddick is the most wanted person in space. That is so, that's so like, 
All right, my character, he's got a big bounty on his head. And like, oh, how big is his bounty? It's like, no, he's got the, the biggest, the biggest bounty on his head. He's he's the most. His name's big. not Richard B. Riddick for nothing. <laughs> it's, it's the biggest. <laughs> it's the biggest. The biggest stands for the amount of money that he that you'd get for getting this guy, but you'd never get him because he's too he's too kick ass. The All B right. stands for big bounty. You guys are you guys are on board now. I like it. I love this too because this is like when you for for those of you in the audience who don't play role playing games, you should give it a shot. But I assume almost all of you do. And uh this is the this is like when you make a character. This is like what you put in their backstory because it's like too good. Like you are unsure <laughs> that you will be able to play this good. So this is what you put in the backstory to explain why you're so kick ass right now. And then if something happens to you in the future, well, it's like, well, that was bullshit. There's nothing I could really do about that, huh? I don't know. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, it, again, this series will be much easier to digest. If you think of it as Vin Diesel is role-playing his, his character Riddick, who's too cool for school, and the director is his DM, who Riddick is his favorite character also, so he just kind of makes things go his way. I'm, Sounds I, great. I'm literally imagining Vin Diesel like over an old-style bureau, like at candlelight with a quill and ink, like writing this movie out. So we'll start with, with Pitch Black, the only one that does not have Riddick's name stamped across it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got this little spaceship that is flying along. All of the people are in cryogenic sleep like you do when you're spaceshipping. Mm-hmm. And uh, it gets hit by a little meteor. Oh, no, the autopilot freaks out. They're coming, crashing down onto this planet, right? Um, the, the pilot, a Miss Carolyn Fry, she is like... She's trying to stabilize the ship. She's almost able to, and she's and her co-pilot guy is, is just like, there's no way we can do it. And she's like, I bet we could do it if I eject all of the passenger sections. Then I would be able to pull up. Okay. And it, First off, a woman pilot. I mean, what a, <laughs> 500 know. years in the future, CJ. Sure. Uh, and look what happened. And second of all, uh, what kind of spaceship is... T- Design to jettison <laughs> the people cargo in case you're gonna f- like. CJ, Ethan too- said we all right, can't all right, be questioning all right, all right. every single thing. You're right. You're right. You're right. We're, we're still we're still in the opening for scene. Five you're right. hours. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're literally is- in the first movie. Sorry, I, I I just thought it was gonna. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a little more trigun, but I guess it's a little more like uh the new Star Wars. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be to be fair, they are they're like a smuggler type thing, so they've they've got their whole like ejecting cargo stuff and it uh, just so right. happens that their cargo is people this time. Okay, gotcha. Uh so she does go to hit the eject thing, but oh shit, it's broken. She can't eject all of the people. Of course. And they do a crash landing on this planet. Okay, so that okay. I'm not going to I'm not going to pick everything apart, but like why even put that in there then? Just like, I'll, I'll you? tell you why a little bit later, CJ. Okay, great. All right, go. <laughs> so they crash on the planet. Uh, most of the uh, passengers are able to survive. A lot of the like personnel die. One of the other pilots dies, all that shit. Unfortunately, um, Riddick perishes. <laughs> he didn't make it. Roll credits. <laughs> roll credits. Uh, so we have... Uh, 
we've got this little kid named Jack. Uh, he was actually stowing away on this ship here, uh, but he gets out. We've got Carolyn Fry, the pilot, is able to get out. Abu al-Walid and his three young wards are able to escape. Okay, uh, a background <laughs> check on that guy, I guess. Oh, it's racist, CJ. <laughs> His war, his knew. three young wards, young Ethan, wards. on the smuggler ship. I don't know about that. Okay. Uh, and a man named Johns escapes. You know, the, the people are like, oh, man. Oh, just, so, just so we're clear, there were also several other survivors. They're going to die at various times here. I did not even bother looking up their names. They're okay. cannon fodder. Yeah, yeah no, I Great. get it. Awesome. Literally uh, cannon fodder. Ethan, that's a little, that's you, a little lore joke. You, You're welcome. Uh, so the people are like, oh, my God, that was super scary, but I'm glad that we survived. And Johns is freaking the fuck out because he's like, this is not good. I had a guy, maybe you know of him, fucking Riddick in the back, all tied up and shit. And he's not here anymore. And this is very bad. He said he's he was like, you think you're going to you think you're going to take me to prison. I'm going to make this spaceship do a crash landing and then make the eject button not work. And then I'm going to get out of the crash and you're not even going to find me. He rolled really well. Yeah, he got he like rolled a, super well. He got like a 14. But again, the DM is like, yeah, it's probably fine. So at this point, like they're all like, oh, whatever, just some criminal guy. And he's like. Riddick's the no. baddest motherfucker you've ever seen in this whole fucking universe. He's, like He's more and... animal than man. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know if you could say that. Richard B. Riddick. <laughs> Richard Biggest Riddick. They're all like uh, stifling giggles. <laughs> that's not his name, um, right? <laughs> no, that's his name, but he's earned it. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh... So yeah, Riddick is, among many other things, he is wanted for murder, and Johns is convinced that he is just, like, a killing machine at heart. Murder um, of whom? Uh, well, some people. depend. I mean, depending on how Lord you consider... Are they justified consider. murders? Because... I'm assuming he has Fran, to be somewhat Fran, think like, Fran. This is a murderer. Okay, I already know this, Fran. <laughs> and like, this is so easy. Think about if you're making a D&D &D character and your character is going to jail for murder. Do you yeah, think they like avenging someone? Do right? you think they actually committed that murder, Fran, or do you think that they were framed for a murder they didn't even commit? No, I think it's a thing where he committed the murder, but it was like a justified murder. Okay, this is fun. This kind is like, of a, like at the this... beginning of what was that series we did? Doom. Okay. During Doom. It was sure. with Marine. He got this he is... was sent to Mars because he like protected the children or whatever. Because he wouldn't kill civilians. Yeah, he wouldn't kill civilians. Yeah, so yeah, just this like is, this is universe. good. This is like a fun little mini game we're gonna do. So I guess we're gonna see who's 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 right. Mm -hmm. Ethan, Ethan, keep going so I can figure out who's right. I'm just gonna keep going. Uh, so Johns is freaking out about Riddick, but the rest of them are kind of like, well, we're currently like stranded on a desert space planet that nobody's ever heard of. And there's two gigantic suns in the sky, and it seems like it is perpetual it is day yeah, here. In the background, it's like. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no one around to burp, 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 burp. No. That's why it's in the distance. Uh, right. <laughs> but, <laughs> Quietly. 
they do they do their little scan uh, of the like immediate area and they're able to find that there's one lone research station that's here on the planet and they're like well our sh our ship is like fucking done mm. so this is our only hope of survival we got to start heading here uh on the way over here uh people start fucking dying just getting like ripped to shreds some like sandwormy stuff or and just john's like... is john's is like oh my god it's fucking riddick we're all in fucking trouble because he's such a badass let me tell you wait are they are they are they literally wait. like dissolving like the like fucking marvin the martian disintegrating them or like what no, it's a pretty classic. Like someone is like, "I'm gonna go around the corner and look oh. over here." So I gotta, I gotta take just... a leak, boss. Uh, I gotta take a big wicked pisser. And then he goes around the corner. He's like, "Ugh!" And then they go there, and he's like, "Oh no, he died taking a big fat wicked pisser." Oh no, that's CJ, no, he you're never so on point right he never, now. He never wanted to go out this way. Dick to the breeze. <laughs> Medium-sized dick, not at all biggest. That's that's a small dick sort of move over there <laughs> so uh they they're finally they're able to make their way to the research station we learn a little bit more about the characters uh john's is a little bit tweaking out and it turns out that um he he is the mercenary who captured riddick but he's also very addicted to morphine oh his space probably space morphine or they always space call it morphine, morphine. Yep. Oh, okay. they, they always yeah they always call it like something That's a interesting cool name yeah like, i mean they they call it morphine it's it's morphine. Oh, so it's just more, so it's, it's a regular morphine <laughs> it is normal morphine all of you i was gonna say all of humanity has advanced no, but it's for pain. No, we just use more. For, we just do it for fun in the future. <laughs> we, do, we do it for fun, and people I don't mean, even it's, think it's a problem. <laughs> it's Is definitely it a problem for Johns. He's mm. got the shakes pretty bad. Um, <laughs> but so we've we've got Johns. It turns out he's addicted to morphine. Uh -huh. uh, Jack is just this is this like little guy. And he's like, well, I, I think this Riddick person actually sounds pretty cool. I think that's neat. Um, I think I think if I was an audience member watching this, I would uh, relate to him. <laughs> um, and uh, Mr. Mr. Walid is on a uh, space pilgrimage. Oh, he is a space Muslim, as are his three wards, and they are they were on a return trip to the planet New Mecca. Okay, so, I, okay, okay, I have wait, it, okay, we have to talk about Numeka, because is, is the planet a big cube, and they, like, fly around it? What do they do? Is the, did they build a second, bigger one on a different planet? I don't think that's the whole point of the first one, right? I don't think they just I'm, put that there for fun, and they're like, and yeah. everyone come here. I'm sure you're not surprised, but was there a Muhammad too? Space Muhammad? <laughs> CJ, I actually think this might be a Mormon situation, where it's Fred, a different, you can't like, say that. <laughs> you can't conflate those two, but go ahead. I'm interested. You've, in that, you've piqued my interest. In that, in that. Oh, uh, I think Mormons, I know what you're gonna say. They, yeah. Like Mormons have like space planets, right? When they die, they get their own planet, right? right. And like it's very space themed inversion of it's like or, a spacey Christianity, or, right? I it's think. like it's like hard. Then, it's hard for you to like associate with 
with uh, a, a religion about like a planet that's like way far away. So they made a new one where they're like, oh, that's okay because S- Muhammad II, Electric Boogaloo, came to this planet also and made yeah. made double Mecca. And this yeah, one like is actually offshoot. this one's better anyway. So just do that, and then everyone it's was an like, offshoot right. of the of the Muslim. Yep. I think you're. We know today. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're exactly right, Fran. And I can't think of any reason anyone would have a problem with any of this. So I I'm think sure that's all. I think that's all mm-hmm. above the board. All of my statements come from a place of ignorance, just so people know. Definitely, and, and none, definitely that. Yeah. And not from malice. And, which, thus, it is okay. <laughs> my God, Fran's gonna die. Fran, so, ain't, Fran ain't making it out of the other end of this one. So this this whole time we're getting like the occasional shots like from Riddick, right? And he's like sneaking around. He's a master of stealth, you see. <laughs> is, he, so... is he doing the like dun 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 dun, 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 dun like he's in the background? Way worse than that. He's doing the like uh they're like they're walking right past me and they can't tell, but I do quick stick my head out to take a, a sniff of Carolyn's hair. Uh, on no, the way past. no, that's not no. a real thing that happens. No. That's kind of no. gross. No. Well, this, was, no. this was the year 2000. This was the year 2000. <laughs> this, well, <laughs> this is, but then. this is the year 2500, so. CJ, do you remember how I said that it matters that Carolyn was, like, willing to eject the passengers? Yeah. Uh, Like, Riddick... Um, I can't remember if this comes at this point or later, but spiritually, oh, this is like from the start. He's like, I know that you wanted to kill everyone to save your own life. And I think that's really attractive. Yeah, I'm, no, he's I'm a, a banger. Yeah. I'm an animal murderer type guy. And I see that same animalistic will to survive in you. And that's so fucking hot. I, uh, I literally was going to ask if the pilot was hot at the front, but I didn't want people to mistake me erroneously for a misogynist. So I did not bring it up. But I now am filled with deep remorse and regret that I did not, at the very least, ask if she had a banging body why why is he likable i need to know why he's like okay i don't i think you're gonna have to keep waiting for that because i (laughs) i because i I, my eyes have been opened i i thought that he was making a character like how i would make a character which is i uh am like a like a hero type but i think when vin diesel relates to a character he maybe relates to someone who's kind of a huge asshole and this is this is like very much your edge lord character. Yeah, yeah right? that's exactly what I was okay. thinking. Yeah, this is. I'm so pretty sure he directly says, "Teenage boy I demographic." Yeah, like, oh, multiple times. Really? I work alone. Great. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> really, thank sorry, you, CJ. Sorry, that's later. I I I blew my load too early, man. I've been holding on to the "I am Groot" thing for a while, but. I have to it's put okay, it out there. He says it Thank a lot. You. He can. He does. That's uh, you know of all, right. all the lines Vin Diesel's ever said. He's probably said "I am Groot" the most. The most, really. You maybe tied with uh, family. The word family. Yeah, yes, probably. Thank you. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So they're making their way to the research station, right? Riddick is spending his time creeping on Carolyn here, and uh, and murdering people because of. Because of this, Johns is actually able to get the drop on Riddick and capture him. Because and he's, he's like, sniffing Carolyn's her hair? hair? Okay, great. 
and he's like, "Ooh, Riddick, I'm gonna get my money now." And and Riddick's like, "You guys are all gonna die." Like, oh, you guys, you guys are cringe. You guys, you you guys are all gonna fucking die. And they're like, "Oh my god, why did you even murder those people?" And he's like, "I didn't kill anyone. I didn't say you were all gonna die for me." I got it. Come on, give it up to the boy. So they get to the research station and it is, it's, it's standing. There's even a ship there, but it has been abandoned for a long time. I would say around 22 years, it seems like it's been abandoned. And so they're like, oh, this is great. The, there's a ship here. Uh, It seems like it's in working order. The power cells are like long dead, but we can go back to our crash ship salvage that stuff come back and we'll be able to fly out of here because the first time we came here was so easy barely anyone died barely anyone died let me do the math they're back yeah i think we have enough people to do that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so uh you know like everybody else is is happy and meanwhile riddick's like saying to carolyn like have you noticed where the people die when they've gone away like near these random cave holes that are like all over this planet. And Why she's like, would they go near oh. the random cave holes? For a wicked pisser. <laughs> Hold on. I see there's a cave over here and I got to take a wicked pisser and I'm not going to whip my dick out underneath the two suns, God's eyes as I call them. So I'm going to go down underneath in these cave areas and I'm going to do it there. So, uh, Carolyn does a little bit of digging around this research station and she finds that, uh, yeah, it seems that they were doing some research on this planet and they found that this world is, it is continually in the sun, except once every 22 years, Hmm. the planets align and there is a full eclipse. And at that point, the whole planet is dark. The okay. one sun eclipses the second sun, and then it's darkness. <laughs> and yeah, they how... cancel out. Don't worry about it. How some moon or other planet or something. They have two <laughs> moons, and each of them lines up to do that. I mean, that's proof That's proof God exists right there. Yeah, so. only 22 <laughs> years also. Oh, also, which is happen. very it's short. Pretty... You know, the cosmic's <laughs> like... Remarkable. <laughs> Fran, we can't... <laughs> no, the two suns line up and then the moon lines up and then that's 22 <laughs> hell yeah that sucks dude <laughs> so shitty Fucking... CJ I'm really happy you're my DM and yeah. not and not, <laughs> not Vin Diesel oh my well, Vin god Vin Diesel didn't write it though CJ right? if you gave me a once every 22 years to a cl- like perfect eclipse I would love that so much. At least do a couple hundred. Come on, guys. (laughs) So, uh, Carolyn is looking into this more, and Jack is like, well, I think that we should trust Riddick. I think he's pretty cool. Right. Uh, Uh And so, uh, Carolyn starts looking into this more, and she uh, goes to investigate one of these caves. And (laughs) the ones, the caves that kill people? All right, cool. Yeah, go to the caves. Wouldn't you guys fucking know it? It turns out that these caves are filled with these fucking big lizard monsters that have like hammerhead shark heads, except instead of just being like 
their sword sides to their head. Oh, that's fucking cool. Are okay, their eyes fun. still on the sides or where are their eyes? <laughs> their eyes are, I think, right under the things. The sword? Uh, so they go face first into whatever they kill? They go face first, that's slashing pretty into radical. shit. That's really fucking cool, that's actually. I really like mm-hmm. that. All right. She's barely able to escape them because it turns out that they hate the sun, right? And so oh. she's able to get back out of the cave. Right. And she's and she's got some plot armor. And uh CJ, have you put these two pieces together? Because when the when the the suns go away, they all come out like fucking the one episode of Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, like when the one episode of Powerpuff Girls where there's the the boogeymen that live under the bed and then they're like, We can only come out at night. This sucks ass. And then the boogeyman's like, I got a big plan and I'm gonna block out the sun with my funky disco ball. And then he does that. And then they're like, Eternal night, baby. Now the demons get to hang out and wait, if their eyes are like underneath their sword heads, that would be like perfect. Like they have like a built in like sunshade. I, I, I think don't know about all that. Th- their I, skin might not be able to tolerate. Like, uh, people sometimes have sun allergies and like uh, eczema. Yeah, they're they're very affected by I light. See. It's right? like it's mm-hmm. like Ethan on the beach. He's got to he's got to lather up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a Twilight vampire situation where they just like sparkle or something. Damn. So, uh, they're like, we should maybe do this fast because this once every twenty two years eclipse is happening like now. And we need to get all the way over to our other ship and grab the stuff. What are the odds? Well, I I have another question for you, CJ. What are the odds that Mr. Richard B. Riddick is the only human we know of who has magical eyes that can see in the dark? Oh, oh he's dark so he's got the goggles because he's like, oh, sun so bright. Oh, uh, you didn't even mention he had goggles, Ethan. You just assumed everyone I would know. I didn't even mention he had goggles. I saw it in the picture for the movie, and I'm always like, why does he have those fucking stupid-ass goggles all the time? But it's because his, uh, his, his eye, eyes are very sensitive. His eyes so good. They're too his, good. His eyes are too good. Oh, and so- you tricked you tricked us in the audience. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna. You're going to hear about that in the comment section when they're giving likes and subscribing. So they're making their way back to their uh, spaceship. But as they get there, the eclipse happens. And they make it like, Johns doesn't want to, but they all make the decision like, we have to free Riddick. He's the only one who can fucking see where he's going. And we need him to lead us out of here. Are, yeah, what, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to poke holes in this. I mean, there's no other light anywhere. Whatever. I don't <laughs> fuck it. Eclipses last for like five minutes, by the way, but whatever. This it's... one, I think, lasts for several years or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no. Ow. There's no Euclidean. No. There's no Euclidean or Platonic or any sort of Newtonian physics that would agree with that, but yeah, all right. So it's, it's wait, so it's so like beautiful. years every 22 years? That's Well, I guess that makes sense why they're so like prominent as a species, I guess. <laughs> so these things start coming out of the ground. They are coming out by the thousands. These things are like fucking oh. ants like surging out when yeah. you spill your soda. Like they're, the cic- they're like the cicadas. 
They're they're roughly human sized, yeah. Okay. Um, right. you know, they they crawl around on all fours like lizards, and their strategy does seem to be to do like a leap and sword head slash at people. That's uh, kick ass, yeah. It's very kick ass. Uh so mm, oh, mm. I think I think you you are going to love this. Uh so they're Riddick's, Riddick's leading the charge, but they're having a tough time, right? Some of the people aren't uh, keeping up. We lose another cannon fodder guy or two, gets ripped to shreds. They've got mm-hmm. dumb, like, glow lights that they were able to find that they keep on themselves to try and keep the creatures away because they're that sensitive to light. Right. But, like, oh, they're not going to last all the way and all of that shit. Um, it's 20, year 2500, they haven't figured out fucking flashlights. They don't have good glow sticks. Yeah, all right, cool. It's also raining now, if that helps. <laughs> I thought this was a desert. Pl- what? Whatever. I don't care. Well, now it's, it's eclipsed. It still time. rains in the desert. Right, yeah, happen? it waits until it so, eclipses. What are the odds? CJ, CJ, I have to give you. I have to give you the good news here. Oh, because you see, uh, they're they're like, how are how are these things like tracking us so well? And Riddick's like, <laughs> can they sense footprints they, like the in they the can, zoo? No, CJ. They can smell blood, and someone's on their period. Oh, seriously? This is why you don't bring women into the forest, because bears (laughs) smell. (laughs) (laughs) This is why it was Lewis and Clark, not Lois and Clark, because they didn't have any women there. It was only men because they knew they would never do a period in the forest. Same, same <laughs> or, on, or the sword bears would get them, or the, or the sword uh, creatures would come out during the hundred year eclipse and kill them. But here's the big reveal, CJ, because uh, Carolyn's like, I'm not on my fucking period, and Riddick's, Riddick's like, is like, I wasn't talking about you, and Jack is. It turns out that young man Jack is actually young lady Jack. Whoa! Who was pre- she was pretending to be a man because that's safer to travel in terrible space travel stuff. Oh, okay. I, okay, that's that's pretty right. good. If right. I, if I was if I was writing this story in 2023, I would make it so that Jack was actually a trans man who had not yet transitioned uh via surgeries or, or or what have you and then jack was like i am a man but then uh she has to he has to deal with like the the physical changes that he's going through still and he's like well i can't afford it yet and my parents don't agree with my lifestyle and all that stuff and then it really becomes about jack specifically and then it's less about riddick because he's kind of a dick for just like ousting him outing like someone that. i mean yeah it's if it makes you feel any better, Jack does hold a pretty androgynous energy throughout the whole of the series, which, considering oh. this is early 2000s, is, is pretty good. Is Jack, is Jack like, oh, Riddick is, is kind of is kind of funky fresh with it. He's kind of a big a big hunk. And as a, as a man, I, obviously there would no, be no sexual tension because, you know, I'm a man. But uh, if I was a woman, you know, there, uh, there might be something there. There's... It, there is like a, Jack very much wants to be like Riddick, and it's just okay. like oh, that guy you could like is a known space killer is pretty cool. He's I'm, got a 
got the biggest bounty of anybody ever. And that's oh, pretty biggest awesome. Bounty, that's like, right. Richard yeah, bounty, I'm, just, I, I'm gonna go ahead and just say Jack is a trans icon king, and uh, and you can't stop me, Vin Diesel. Come fight me. You don't know where I live. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if Vin Diesel would fight you on that. That's fine. Um, I don't, but, I don't know what Vin Diesel's viewpoints are. It doesn't feel I don't like know he'd what be Vin fine. Diesel's viewpoints are. It doesn't feel uh, like he'd be fine with that. But who am I to say? Vin Diesel, that's leave a presumptive a, of you. Leave a comment if you are cool with trans men hanging out with you. Because if you are, I'll right. like you a little more. All right, nice. <laughs> uh, no, and so. Uh, Riddick has taken a liking to Jack here, probably because Jack keeps talking about how awesome he is. Right. Um, but uh, so they're they've like come to this realization, like, oh shit, like this is this is very bad. And then Johns is is like, hey, uh, Riddick, could I like talk to you over here for a second? Uh, and they they go to talk, and Johns is like. Riddick, I'm not going to fucking die on this planet. I say we send the little kid running in the opposite direction and uh, she pulls all of the, the aggro and then we just get out scot-free. This is, this is the part that you're actually in the campaign and you're like, mm. the, the character is like, we could get out easy peasy. All you have to do, switch that chaotic neutral. Let's go a little chaotic evil. You know what I'm saying? And Riddick is like, if it was literally any other character, I would probably do that. But this is the one that I've decided I have a kinship with. So I'm now going to fight <laughs> you to the death. So um, they're fighting to the death. It's pretty cool. And uh, of course, like at the last second when when they're fighting, instead of Riddick killing him, one of these giant fucking sword monsters does yeah. just like fly through and tear Johns in half. Love it. I um, just now realized why they're sharks, why they have yeah. sharks' heads, because they can smell blood. I mean, because you said they were lizards, I was going more with a lizard vibe, but it's because they can smell blood. I get it now. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's fucking red. Yeah. Um, in the air, so, which water's different, sharks can mm -hmm. smell blood in the water because there's like waves and stuff. But air the rest is... of them, so the rest See, of them, dude, they're... they're on a planet that has a total eclipse every 22 years for three years. A total like, eclipse of we're... the heart. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I know. God, it's... it's so fucking cool. Uh, oh, no, Riddick... CJ, it's raining. CJ, Rid... it's raining. There is water. Oh. And Riddick says, turn around. There's a shark guy behind you. That's a little eclipse of the heart joke. Oh, CJ, you're so right. That so does happen where he's like, Johns, you better turn around. He says, and Johns is like, what the fuck would I trust you? And then he gets slashed. And half. he's like, but every now and then I get a little bit lonely because you never come around. And then he dies because he, didn't, he just didn't. I have around. like five more entries in this series to talk about. And I'm sure you're going to get many? through them and I'm sure you're going to get through them very powerfully, Ethan. And, and I'm, and I'm excited to hear them quite honestly, if I can be very honest with you. All right. I'm glad I, I do. Th like I said, this is B movie schlock, but I do love this series. It's no, very this fucking is, good. This is fun. I'm having fun right now. Can't you tell yeah. I'm having fun? <laughs> We're all so, having fun. I declare it. So, they're, the rest of them are like, we just got to fucking go as fast as we can. We got to try to get to this base. They start running. Of course, like Riddick is able to be at the front because he's super strong and fast and such. And he's carrying the like power cells and he's still the one in the lead. Uh, Carolyn is right behind him. The uh, priest guy, the Muslim priest guy and Jack, who I think... Wait. 
That terminology doesn't sound like it goes together. A mom would be the proper terminology, okay. but whatever. All right. Abu is his name, actually. I <laughs> refuse to do that, to go <laughs> anywhere near that. All right. You're my I boyfriend, think at this, Abu. At, <laughs> at, at this point, these are the only four characters who are left alive. I can't All the words dead? Oh, yeah. They've died off oh. horribly. Oh, no. They just oh, wanted to oh, be I'm just imagining to... them as like the green shells surrounding you in Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of got picked off. <laughs> I think you're probably pretty a- Yeah, you're pretty accurate, I think. Wow, that's an, an interesting way to look at it. But yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, so Jack, Jack, and uh, we'll, we'll call him Walid. We'll call him by his last name. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think the whole time, I didn't remember his name. Because the person who talks to him most is Riddick, but he always calls him Holy Man. Might be time to start praying, Holy Man. Oh, the Riddick calls the other guy Holy Man. Yeah. yeah. Got it. I thought. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And so Holy Man. They they start falling behind, and in the end, they have to like duck into this like really tiny crack like to avoid being murdered because the giant fucking sword heads can't fit inside this like little section of wall here. Right. So yeah. like, please don't fucking leave us. And, and Riddick's just like, I mean, at this point we probably have to leave them. I'm a survivor. And uh, so Carolyn and Riddick get to the ship and he's just like, like, all right, Carolyn, I think it's really awesome that you're a survivor like me. We should totally bang or something. We're, we're survivors. And Carolyn's like, I, think that I have just figured out what a conscience is, and I feel bad about leaving the child and uh, holy man there. So I'm going to go back and save them. Okay. He, he wanted to save Jax. Jax is in the, the hole. Yeah. So and he, then he, later he, he was like, I just don't give a fuck anymore, and I want to get laid. I think there's like a moral difference that he sees where he's like, I will not purposefully send you to your death, but if you cannot keep up with me, then that is your own problem. Okay. Love that. All right. (laughs) But the lady that he wants to plow is like, I'm back. So he's like, ah, fine. I'll fucking go back also. Great. Uh, And so they make their way back. They're able to save the, the two people with like a badass fight with these monsters and such. But then just, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, but then, like, just as they get to the spaceship again, fucking Carolyn gets cut down. She saves Riddick, like, pushing him out of the way at the last second. And he's like, oh, is this... You've made me a beta. I I didn't want to depend on a woman for anything. (laughs) Now, with your final breath, you made me... You made me a cuck in a way. (laughs) You made me me a fucking lame loser. I feel small. Uh, no, I think he's, he's says something along the lines of like, like he had told her earlier, like you, you shouldn't sacrifice your life for anyone, especially not me. And then like she does in the end and he, and he like repeats like, no, not for me. This is the, the, my one emotional moment in this movie. I I dislike this fellow. I think generally, but. I I think that there is uh he's definitely not a great character but I think you're going to have a lot more fun with him as we go. Okay, great. 
so this is the first movie. The three of them are the only survivors, and they are able to get off of this fucking rad monster planet. Holy, holy man and woman man. Holy man and woman child man who uh, idolizes Riddick. But she she's not actually trans. She's just a lady who is pretending to be a man for I assume transportation purposes. Some, yeah, some sort of like future yeah, bigotry again, reasons. So- yeah, I mean, and, and probably like rape and defilement reasons. Oh, but, great. You know, that's that's yeah. how life is normal hard. ones. Um, but no, I mean, like, I I would say that there. there's for early two thousand, there is some legitimate vibe of like transness where Jack is is again not just like, she doesn't have the hots for Riddick. She's like, I want to be like you, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and takes that to also be like, I want to be like stronger and more manly and those kind of things okay right. I, i'm into it because there's a big erasure of of trans people and they're like oh no that, that's just a, like a current thing it's like trend people are just doing that but no they've been around for a long time and and even people who make movies will sneak a trans character in there like bugs bunny is uh, is trans you can't convince me otherwise so i like that i, I that's my that's my lore you know that's my head canon for that so all right so this was the first movie again at this point it wasn't named after riddick like this was this was a classic action sci-fi b movie what right the they had no name? intention huh what the fuck uh, it is called pitch black oh because it gets dark because right. it gets pitch black outside because there, there's an eclipse cj Amazing. That's so cool. There's a total eclipse of the suns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. So at the, like this stuff, this was just made to be a fun one-off movie, but uh, Vin Diesel fell in love with it. And he's like, we're going to keep fucking making more. And the first more that he has them make is this 35 minute transitional movie that comes between the first and the second one. Uh, Riddick Dark Fury this animated movie was created because Vin Diesel was like, we, this shit is so cool. We need a transitional movie in between the two. Uh, and so they created this 35 minute uh, animated movie. Was this, this released w- on like DVD or something? Like how was this distributed? God, I don't know, but I will tell like, you how, that. How? I will tell you that right now, the only way you can view it is to give Amazon $5 for this 35-minute movie. Now, and- that's that's very interesting, Ethan. I, I don't want to cut you off, but if this was me doing the research, if I was the lore master, I would give Daddy Bezos $5 <laughs> to see this movie. So the question is, Ethan, would you... We will say that I already owned a copy of it, is what we will ah, say. Ah, yes. And that, probably from your childhood, no doubt, you uh, have this copy and then decided to watch it on your home theater. Absolutely, Mr. CJ. So, right. Bezos is. Riddick. <laughs> Bezos is sated. All right, so Riddick, Riddick Dark Fury, this one is like it's it's just kind of connective tissue between the two movies but they went fucking hard on it this is actually legitimately like a really rad 35 minute animation oh, it's like like you know 
late 90s schlocky uh, good animation but it's That's like fucking it's yeah. fucking rad i fucking oh and it's you were talking before fred about the the early 2000s 3d they yeah. use a goodly chunk of early 2000s 3d yeah, yeah. and like uh, i like that. oh I my god being it's very so animu influenced oh yeah also. oh yeah. yeah absolutely um so in dark fury they're on their little escape ship that they had right mm -hmm. uh, -huh. uh but oh shit, this uh, like gigantic Merc spaceship like found them on their scanners and like goes over to their ship and pulls it in. Mm. And tractor uh, beam style. Tractor. Well, I, I think it's actually like cool robot spidery hands. Oh style. yeah, oh. hell yeah. Even even cooler. That even cooler. cooler. That's right. Um. Do you remember how I said that the rich live in giant like space cathedrals? I do. Was yes. this a giant space cathedral? This is like that... a giant space okay. cathedral That's thing. Just, like Spider. sent out like a million robot hands to like grab the ship and pull it in. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. That's fucking fabulous. Cool. So uh, this is uh this is a good reason. I don't know. Lizzie and I were talking about this recently, and it it chuffs me, or it it <laughs> chafes me. Some of it chuffs me, some of it chafes me. But I, uh, animation's like cool. Like, uh, it's maybe better for certain mediums mm -hmm. than live action. Disney. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Iger. I know you're listening to me. Stop mm -hmm. Stop making live action Moana. That movie came out, like, three years ago. All right. Usually what CJ says is just complete bullshit, but I actually, I vibe with him on this one. Mm -hmm. While I was watching this, I was just like, yet this is able to get across the vibe they want for their universe so much better because it is way easier to just draw a like space cathedral than it is to early Render. 2000 yeah. CG one. Yeah. I, uh, I assume that would look pretty good though. And I actually do want to see <laughs> what, if there's anyone running like emulators of 2000s machinery that can emulate whatever uh, a space cathedral would look like with that hardware i would very much like to see that i'm sure it's in a uh, video game somewhere you can just watch somewhere. this movie my man oh. you can watch this 35 minute animated movie uh. I, you sh and you should do it but i will give you a little preview do you remember in the in-between commercials what the tsunami spaceship looked like yeah yes. that shit ruled it looks like that. Oh, no. that's very good. And it's then very good. And then Spike Seagull's like, well, next up, we're going to get Riddick. And then he like sends out a million space cables to go pull him in. Oh, my God. There is so characters that are on this ship as they're pulling in uh, Riddick's little ship, right? Uh, we have this like hooded figure who is clearly in charge. And she's, and she's like, yes, bring the ship in. And then we have this guy who's like fucking looks like Dib from Invader Zim if he was absolutely fucking jacked. And he, <laughs> he is our like main villain dude in this little one. And they they're able to figure out that it's Riddick on the ship. And so he brings a bunch of mercs into the zero gravity space hold where they have the ship in. And he's like, all right, guys. We're going to blow this ship open and we're going to take Riddick captive. But I want you to know he's the baddest motherfucker in the whole universe. And this is the toughest job you're ever going to have in your whole fucking <laughs> lives. Because, again, he's fucking so cool. Oh, my God. I 
Tell me what I need to do, Captain, my captain. So they are uh they they're starting to like bore through the the side of the hull of the ship, right? And Jack's like, oh no, what to do? And Riddick pulls out this little um like what's it called? The little like flame thing he used to like a little welder, basically. Okay, yeah. And and Jack's like, I don't think that's gonna stop him, Riddick. And then he's like, oh, don't worry about that. And he puts it up towards this, um, like, little... Because apparently even the tiniest spaceships have little, like, uh, sprinkler systems on them, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, it's a little fire or something. So they tear a hole in the ship, right? And as soon as that piece comes off, a bunch of extinguisher foam shoots out and fills the zero gravity space. And then he start like, like this guy, you know, he's, he's just like, like one of the, the mercenaries like sticks their head like, oh, oh, and then suddenly like a blade comes out from it, like pulls him back, stabs him back in. Yeah, that's just good. It's a good environmental awareness. Okay, that's how it's, Batman fights. It's so good. It's this sick, like, zero-G battle where he's, like, good. pulling all these people in, foam. into the fire extinguisher foam and murdering them, and they're trying to shoot into it, but they can't tell where he is. This is probably and... why I thought this was, like, Artemis Fowl. <laughs> Wait. It, uh, it It has... Yeah, it's it's got some of those, like, ah silly, clever solution-type uh. Artemis Fowl things. Um, so... Obviously, none of these guys could stop Riddick, but our man Jack Dib is able to get a hold of Jack. And he's like, I'm going to kill this kid if you don't stop. And Riddick's like, I don't care about anyone but myself. And he's like, no, I think you do care about this kid. And he's like, shit, you got me. <laughs> oh, damn, damn. Yeah, I do. We've been in like two movies together. It's fine. <laughs> so uh, they're taken before the hooded figure. And the hooded figure stands up and uh, their, like, cowl automatically, like, pulls away. And it's a fucking hot, big titty woman. Yeah! <laughs> Your face was so delightful. Yeah! We haven't seen one in a little, in a little while. <laughs> and she's like, ah, Riddick, I'm so glad to fucking see you. I'm horny. Be inside of me now. I'm I'm a horny, but in the like crazy per psychopath way. Yeah, that's the and best he, kind. And he's, okay. Yeah, and he's like, actually, that is usually what I'm into. Yeah. Um, so she takes him deeper into the ship, oh. and uh, <laughs> um, she she's taking him into the ship, and she's showing him around. So this is a mercenary ship, but they are like one of the weirdest like mercenary groups. And she's like, yeah, we don't actually turn anyone in for bounties. And he's like, well, what do you do with them then? And then she opens up into this giant cathedral room where she has all of these like mass murderers bounties that they captured in like statue forms that she is cryogenically frozen like that. Whoa, she, like Star Wars. She's like, yeah, I'm a little bit of a collector of murderers. And you would what? be you would be the prize of my collection. And oh. also, just so you know, <laughs> these people, they're cryogenically frozen to be alive forever, but they are conscious and suffering the whole time. Great. Just so we're clear on that bit. 
I I I think oh my God. I noticed you wondering what it would be like to be one of these statues. It would be eternal torment, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's she's like, now I do enjoy collecting murderers, but it doesn't get me off the same way that it used to. Hmm. And I think the thing of it is, I need to see you doing some murdering first. So I am going to throw you into an arena with some space monsters and watch how cool and rad you kill them. And then once I've, you know, sort of splooged, yeah. then, once, <laughs> then I once, will... once I've frothed myself up, then I will climax at your incapacitation. She's way into BDSM, which... Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Which um, is... Which makes sense. I think in a spacefaring age, more people would be probably more into bondage yeah, no, I, that's just a more I think reasonable thing to enjoy she uh she steps on like dib's foot when giving him orders multiple times and he's he's like doesn't react but has an obvious like oh mommy like this yeah. is this is that shit i do like like, like cuts to his like pants he's got big boner yeah <laughs> so what uh I, what I think is one of the best animation decisions I've ever seen. They decide we're going to make 3D monsters for him to fight. Yep. And we do have some early 2000s Excellent. 3D jellyfish monsters. Excellent. And Wonderful. Of, of course, because I don't know, we have to remind people that he's got magic eyes. They do turn the lights off and the jellyfish can see in the dark, but so can he. And also the horny lady has like night vision goggles so that she can get off on this whole thing. I'm assuming they're like opera glasses. Yes, they are. Oh my oh, god, Fran, they so are. Well, well done, Excellent. Fran. Well played. Uh, and all this time, she she does also have uh, uh, the holy man and Jack like suspended over this debt battle pit. Okay, yeah. Um, sure. You know, just cause. Uh, and so, of course, Riddick is able to defeat these monsters and free uh, Jack and uh, Walid, and they start escaping deeper into the ship. And she's like, he was not supposed to do the escaping part, Dib. You need to fucking fix this, or hey. I'm not going to hurt you anymore. And he's like, oh, no, I want mommy to hurt me. Um, so yeah. I'm, re I'm relating to Dib. Yeah. What does yeah, Dib yeah. do? <laughs> So so the whole ship goes on lockdown. They start like they have they have a bunch of mercenaries that are also cryogenically frozen that just like when some die, they unfreeze more. And she's just like yeah, unfreeze okay. everybody. Oh. And, and so the ship is just like everybody's running around. And then for reasons I cannot fucking fathom, they like unfreeze everybody and get them out there, but also send out my other monster that I have. Yeah, you know, fire all cannons, as it were. So this other monster looks like like a fucking, just a gigantic mouth that has robot legs, Ooh. like all crafted right. onto it, and it's just like charging around. Um, and uh, uh, fucking Jack's like, I'm still like a young girl. I don't think I can outrun this monster. And uh, fucking... Uh, Riddick's like, don't worry, your period has ended, but this one also chases blood. So he like stabs his arm so that he starts like dripping blood out and then like runs the other direction from them. I'm gonna do um, the man version of a period. Watch this. <laughs> uh, and so 
they're they're going through I don't really care, but they introduce the fucking mercenary who is chasing him at the start of the second movie here. Yeah. Uh, and he's like just smart enough to survive or he'd like all the other ones are just chasing Riddick like an idiot. And he looks down and sees the blood trail and he's like, oh, this is very bad. There's a blood scenting monster. I should not be on this trail anymore. Um, Riddick's able to do a sick uh, jump kill after he leads the monster into a corner and he's defeated the monster. A bunch of the unfrozen mercs have been killed by said monster. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it's time they look for an escape ship. And of course, who's there waiting for him? It's fucking Dib with his rad ass like sword gun. And uh, Riddick's got a like a blade. Yeah, Riddick's got like a, a wicked knife that he got. And he's just like, so you want to prove who's the bigger man? And and Div is just, that's exactly what Div wants to do. So he does take off his like lab coat shirt to show just how ripped he is. He's very ripped. And then takes the gun part (laughs) off of his gun sword so that they could sword fight. I like that the gun part was the attachment. Usually you put the sword at the end of a gun, but he's like, no, I don't need this bit. The rest (laughs) is all I need. Check check me out. I'm a big the year boy. Year 2500 is wild. I'm a big oh boy. Oh my god, it's so good. They do a little while where they just get like wild with the animation, where just like as they're swinging out their arm, it just like extends. You know, it's like really loosey goosey with it. Um, so they have this rad fucking fight. Of course, Riddick is able to win. But then as they're getting in, as they're like trying to get onto the spaceship, who is it? It's Miss Hottie, who's got a gun on Riddick. And Riddick's like, oh shit. But then Jack shoots the lady at the last second because she picked up the gun part of the gun sword and shot her. I was trying to have sex with her. You killed her, you fucking (laughs) idiot. You can still have sex with her. Fran, you can't say that. Fran, Mm. that's uh, Riddick wouldn't have sex Mm. with a corpse. I think Riddick's more Riddick Riddick probably wouldn't have sex with a corpse, probably. They escape again, right? Uh, They get off on this little uh, escape ship, the three of them. And basically the only reason for this movie to exist, other than that Vin Diesel thought it would be cool, is that, uh, you know, Jack is sleeping in the back of the ship and Waleed is like, Riddick, I don't think that Jack should hang out with you anymore because you are a bad influence on her. She just shot someone to death. And feel she seems to feel pretty good about that. And that worries me. And and Riddick's like, well, honestly, I don't want this life for her either. So I'm going to drop you two off on a different planet and I'm going to go back to being a lone wolf. I'm going to make a canonical reason why the second movie doesn't have any of these other characters in it. They they are in it, but they're like, why why would those characters be split from Riddick? Well, it's because I thought it'd be for the best if you weren't around someone uh, like the, me for the lulls. <laughs> I work I work alone. Lamau, <laughs> yeah. All right, would you like me? We can we can go either direction on this one. Would you like me to talk about the video game series, or would you like me to talk about the space romans? What? I, I mean, I like the space romans. I, I, I think I could relate to the video game more, but I feel like the space romans. So, is this is the Roman funnier. Empire. Yeah, we said that, Fran. Oh, I, I thought it was a bit. I if you. Actually, the Roman a Empire. bit of truth. Uh, they, they are not like actually the space Romans, but they are just like based on the Roman Empire and they are, they are the space Romans. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so 
the second movie chronicles of riddick is about his battle with the space romans Mm -hmm. and the space romans are called the necromongers (laughs) i mean i don't know i don't have a million years to like pick that apart but you can't you can't hate on every on every name we throw in here you will hate you will hate on a name that we're gonna pull out in just a minute and i love that name uh great necromongers uh, i assume they're some sort of undead horde uh somewhat yes okay great uh so the the necromongers their like first leader saw into like the world of death and realized that life is an aberration that should not exist in the universe and all so all necromongers they are like nigh immortal but they they're like we are only alive so that we can kill all other life in the universe and right. then we'll kill ourselves. Oh. Um, basically a D&D lich. Uh yeah. Interesting. Um but but a Roman D&D lich. Oh. <laughs> so they have this gigantic uh empire, right? And they just go from like planet to planet eradicating life, but they don't believe in uh breeding because that would be creating more life sure so the way the way that they increase their forces is that they when they take over a planet they allow you to become a necromonger and join them and if you don't they kill you okay Um, it's a win-win for them exactly Hmm. uh so they they are led by this guy um what is his stupid fucking title? Lord Marshall. That's it. Um, Lord Marshall. My name is that is, the title or is his name Marshall? That is, and he's that is his title. That is his title. Okay. His name is even dumber. I think it's Zywall or something. Um, okay, I, I allow that. But... They call him the Lord Marshall. The whole thing. So. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so the Lord Marshall is the one every every like leader of the necromongers needs to make a pilgrimage to the underverse which is the land of the dead so all these and pilgrimage so, things all right whatever hell in, yeah man in, in space even though travel's easier than ever they're like you gotta make a pilgrimage you gotta make you gotta make a pilgrimage so he's make made a pilgrimage to the underverse and he is functionally a, a lich at this point right like yep. he he has magical undead powers yeah cool. um it's pretty cool Mm-hmm. But just like the Romans, they do keep like switching Lord Marshals because there's a bunch of backstabbery going on. Mm. Uh, the Necromongers have a rule that any anything that you take by killing someone is rightfully yours because like, I don't know, magical Egyptian rules, like if you take it through death, it will be with you when you enter the, the world of the dead or whatever. That's, that's pretty close to how like um uh black widows work. So I I can see that. Black <laughs> they are... bla- black widows f- friend you looking perplexed. A black I am perplexed. A black widow is a lady who marries a rich guy and then kills him so that she can have his stuff and then repeats. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Cuz she's, right. she's a black widow. She She's a widow, yeah. but she, yeah. Yeah. she's vicious yeah. like a spider. Really? This is. I've never heard of that term. Before. I cannot be the first person to introduce this idea to you. <laughs> uh, 
I I haven't really thought about marrying to for money and then killing them. So nice cover, that really my nice cover Fran. Yeah. Very very oh, smart. Oh yeah yeah oh, yeah. Weird. You've ne- you would never you would never that <laughs> that's crazy. All right, so the necromongers exist. That's the start of this movie. They're yeah. and they're coming. They're unfortunately going to this part of the galaxy that our our movie is taking place in. Um, meanwhile, Riddick uh, has been trying to chill out, but he's being chased by Merc still. He's being chased by that one from Dark Fury that didn't really matter. Um, and he's just like, they're, they're able to catch him. And do they catch him at this point? They have a stupid conversation. Uh, and, and he's just like, what is my bounty at at this point? And the the Mercs like 16. it is actually doubled. This specific person in New Mecca wants you alive and wants you there. Sixty and million double dollars. It's now into double dollars. Wow. And it so Trigun. it's fucking Trigun. And so uh, Riddick, I can't remember if they capture him or they or if he escapes from them and goes to New Mecca on his own. I'm There's sure. a lot of like whether Riddick or is cap technically captured or not at any specific moment is right. kind of up in the air. Because um, it's all according to Keikaku. All according mm-hmm. to Keikaku. But he goes to New Mecca to figure out who, who wants him. And he's also like, well, I'm going to uh, check in with Walid because he lives here. And like, he what, was wait. supposed to tell people I was dead. I thought he was going to, whatever. He's, he was going to New Mecca to do a, no, he made a pilgrimage out, and then he was on his way back. That's not what a pi- whatever. I don't care. It's fine. He made a, pi- a pilgrimage out to old Mecca, and then he was on his way back to new Mecca. Amazing. <laughs> um, and so uh, Riddick Riddick gets to new Mecca, which, by the way, the Necromongers are are like a day away from also getting to new Mecca, unrelated. Right. Of course. And. Uh, this magical space lady tells him, I'm the one who put the uh, bounty on your head because there is a prophecy that a specific race of people will be the end of the necromongers and you, Riddick, are one of those people. And Riddick's like, I don't know anything about my past. Now, Is Is she bangable? No, she's super old, but she's also magic. Um, that this is an actor that I actually should have looked up. Uh, uh, it's, it's fucking Judy Dench, is who it is. Dame, <laughs> Dame Judy Dench, and you <laughs> didn't say Dame. that she was fuckable. And you didn't say bangable. Yeah, thank you. All right. Okay, interesting. Uh, <laughs> it's news to me. <laughs> so, CJ, I did not say the name because I would like you to guess the name of the species that Riddick is. Uh, Fran, you could guess also. What I, what, mm. what what group is Riddick from? I literally, my first instinct is to say something like Nightseer, but uh, I also want to go with this idea of they all have like reptile You're shark. thinking way too hard. And think about... Uh, the, the fucking dark Necromongers, eyes. New Mecca, Crematoria is the name of a planet that's very hot that we're going to get to in a second. Um, a grave, something. Crematoria? 
It's yeah, I'm um, just giving you some name my examples. My answer is here. um for his it's his middle initial, obviously a biggest. That is the name. Of Ooh, his race. that one would be good. Oh, uh, that it's, is my it's like entry. Death, the death stairs. Death seer. Death seer. That's pretty good. You, Mister Richard B. Riddick, are the last of the Furians. Furians. <laughs> yeah, like fury, and then a n on the end. Yes. Yeah. Because he, this, <laughs> there's like, is that why the is that why the animated short's called the Dark Fury? The Mighty Furians. He's a fury. He's a Furian. I, because he is it because he's angry or because he's like witness he's... to death. They were a bestial and mighty people. But the fucking Lord Marshal killed all of them because he knew about the prophecy also. But one little boy was able to escape and his name was Richard B. Riddick. He's like, Mama, why you name me Dick Riddick? And she says, because one day you'll have to be the biggest biggest of us all. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I got the B from. Mm -hmm. All right, so... The fuck as as Riddick is finding this out, the necromongers reach the planet and they start monging it. Yeah, uh, taking all the soul. I'm gonna suck those souls. They said they they suck the the Lord Marshal can suck the soul out of someone, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. so they're doing just a bunch of murders. Uh, Riddick is trying to escape. The one Merc is actually able to catch him and is like. Well, I don't think that anyone on this planet is going to pay out because this planet is about to be devoured. So I'm just going to take you to the nearest prison planet. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and so... As established uh, in previous lore, yeah. As, as established that. in previous lore. And so while they're doing this, um, we're introduced to more of the Necromonger stuff. There is one of the like captains is named Vako, and he's just, he's so fucking loyal cj like he's loyal to the real cause of the necromongers uh but he thinks that the current lord marshal sucks because yeah. he uh isn't doing enough killing or something yeah, yeah. he wants mm, to, he can do his wants job better mm-hmm. vaco wants to go to the underverse like now and mm. this other guy's like well we could do a little more traveling space and killing first well i know i know a pretty like quick way like a shortcut (laughs) if he was like really interested in going there no but like but like religiously like we all have to go we i can't just go um it's kind of weird how the religious guys are like well i can't just go i gotta bring you guys too well listen i can't just go so vako doesn't like the lord marshal but doesn't want to betray him and his wife is this manipulator person who's it's very like uh fucking Macbethy, where she's like, No, you should definitely kill the Lord Marshal. And so what they decide is they're like, Well, I've heard a prophecy that a Furian is going to kill the Lord Marshal. What oh. if we get this Riddick guy and we have him do it? And okay. then at the last second, you'll kill both of them, and then that's kosher somehow. And Vak yeah, was like, fine. All right, I can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, that's problem that's a lateral problem solving is what we call that <laughs> so now uh this this sect of the necromongers are looking for riddick specifically as he's being launched off planet to our silly 
sun planet where the prison is underground crematoria. Uh, <laughs> the, yep, the prison sure. the prison's underground because this planet has all it's always an eclipse except every 22 years where the sun comes out and it's blazing hot and it's like oh it's too hot oh. this this one the the sun as the planet is rotating it melts the face of the planet that's facing the sun great <laughs> uh <laughs> i like that anyway i do, I do. yeah it's fun so Riddick gets there. We of course have to like we've been we've been talking about how Riddick escapes all of the prisons, and we haven't had him do a prison escape yet. Huh. Uh, I mean, except for the other ones, but yeah, <laughs> we haven't seen it on this the big screen. Okay, CJ, a yeah. prison. How escape. how does this boy do it? They uh, they send him down into the pit. Right, it's just just like a big dugout mine or some shit that they put him all in, and Riddick does his his whole like. I I'm the baddest motherfucker here and I'm going to break mm-hmm. out in a day. And also oh. I'm good. Ah. I have a, a metal cup here. I'm going to kill you with this metal cup. And oh. one of the other inmates is like, hey, you're not that bad. And then he kills him with the cup. I and, thought... and everyone's like, okay, Riddick is, is very badass. Uh, that was weird. For mm. some reason I thought he's like, check this out. He just pisses in it. And he's like, I'll drink this whole fucking thing of piss. I don't even care. <laughs> he just, he just does it in front of all of them. Like, Oh my God, he's so badass. No. <laughs> he no. just does it. I'd piss yeah. in anything and drink it. You, that that you know guy was that guy was such a badass. He sucked a dick for bus <laughs> money and then he walked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um, and who else does he find in in this prison? He finds Jack. Of who? Oh. Uh, Which, why wouldn't yeah. he? But at the same time, why would he? Um, I think he was. There's like a thing where he found out that's where Jack is and he like suggested to the Merc like, oh, you should take me to Crematoria. They pay out good money or whatever. But, you know, fucking who cares? It's an excuse to bring her back into the thing. Yeah. But why was Jack in prison? Because despite the stuff, Jack has been trying to follow in Riddick's footsteps anyway. And so has been uh, doing crimes and whatnot and intentionally uh getting into prison where uh they could be a badass and um, and riddick figured this out how i i think waleed told him that he's like oh yeah this is fucking jack Jack was was, taken to the jack was being shitty and then he then got taken away to the prison planet i'm I'm starting to see why you named these characters at the beginning but yeah all right I still don't understand. I I mean, I get the backstory is Riddick is cool badass guy, yeah. but like, yeah. what did he yeah, actually he do to get him? He killed his family. So he, he killed his well, family, we, but not really, Fran. We chose we chose to go to Butcher Bay. We chose to go to the Space Romans instead of Butcher's Bay. Oh, so, so now you, we're, you gotta uh, wait. We're not gonna know that. Damn it. <laughs> Damn. Um. So I have a feeling being a petty thief is not what got him to be a badass, right? So well, Jack's Fran, there's whole nothing thing. there's nothing petty about Vin Diesel. All of it's exactly very, that's what I'm saying. All of it's very that's superior. Why, that's why Jack trying to become cool by committing some crimes that probably aren't as cool as what uh biggest Riddick. That's, that's true. Did. I would like to know what Jack's did to you know what that, I mean? that she could like <laughs> live up to the hype her whole thing was that um riddick said that he got his magical eyes in a prison and she was like i'm gonna go to prison and get magical eyes and then she was like what the hell he 
can't just get magical eyes in prison. This is shit. Oh boy. This is why we can't cut public education. <laughs> so Jack and uh Jack and Riddick have met up. Jack is like, you know, teenage rebellious phase, uh late teenage rebellious phase, angry at at Riddick um for abandoning her even though Riddick was trying to do it for her own good, etc. Um but they're like they're they're together now and before Riddick is able to do any kind of escape plan, oh shit, the um the necromongers have been following here, Vako and his crew. And a space planet, a space prison planet, uh, probably does not have the defenses for like a Roman fleet to arrive and start murdering everybody. So the uh, the warden guys and such are like, oh shit, we just need to get out of here. There's only one escape ship that I have, and we're gonna get to it. And so they start going through their little tunnels there, and. I need you to know that we, we got to talk a little bit about the layout. Yep. I was, I was <laughs> okay. literally going to ask, is it like a Parthenon, but in space or what are we, what are we dealing with? It's like, it's, it's like literally like a panopticon in, in oh. the, the mine section. Yeah, um, but there's like their little airporty section where the Mercs came in to drop them off. Right. That is like two miles that way. And of there's course. underground of course tunnels it's really far away. Yeah, and there's underground tunnels that lead between the two, right? Mm -hmm. And so the uh, the warden's like, I'm just going to take, we're going to run down those underground tunnels. We're going to get to our one escape ship. And Jack is still, this being her, their character purpose, is just like, oh shit, Rick, how would we get there first when they have like direct tunnel paths and such? And Riddick yeah. says... Because he just fucking knows this. They they know a way to get onto the surface of the planet. Now, do you remember what I said about, like, while this planet is facing the sun, like, the sun melts the surface of it, right? Oh, that was real. I thought that was a bit. Okay. No, what? No, I, I believe that. Which, I, okay. I didn't means... categorize that on re under canon information. Okay. Okay. <laughs> This is like sci-fi <laughs> fantasy. Are you like, well, that part wouldn't have been true. They're in a, that's, uh, there's that's some sort of there is some sort of flying saucer that can go betwixt planets. That makes that makes no sense to me. I'm not <laughs> that part. I just didn't think the sun would actually melt the planet. It's basically so, it's basically Mercury, Fran. Basically Mercury, Fran. Venus is hotter than Mercury. <laughs> Damn also. right she is. Okay. Well, um. Yeah. <laughs> all right you you I, I might let that into the episode we'll see all right so riddick says because he just like fucking knows this he says uh the when the sun melts the planet it leaves it like molten magma mess yeah but the part of the planet that has been like in the shade not facing the sun uh for the longest is cool enough for us to walk across. You know, the part that would be literally right before it hits the sun again. Right. And so if we go out right now where the sun would be like 
coming blazing along behind us right. to melt everything if we go fast enough as long as you're going west <laughs> we're outrunning the sun right we will outrun proposing. the sun to get to the spaceship and then we can escape first i believe this i i so, think this might be true if the sun is hot enough to melt the surface of this planet, why How is there the just spaceship a ship right there? Yeah, friend, there. I also was wondering. It's in it's For in them like to a, use. it's in like a mountain thingy. You know, how is the mountain not molten? I mean, it is it's on a, the outside, but it's but like on the inside. inside. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a flambe, Fran. It's the gooey. It's and, the you know, it's it's like a it's like a fucking but... it's fucking science fiction, Fran. Like five blast doors like open up for the ship to come in, and only in the nighttime and like I, blah blah blah. I thought you said blastoises, and I thought it was like, well, we keep <laughs> we keep our ship cool because we have all these blastoises. We have all these cannons spraying water over them, water like cannons. like sexy cheerleaders keeping it like, cool in the daytime. <laughs> Uh, okay so sorry i'm trying to appeal to the the polka porn you know yeah. crew which is a no, non-negligible amount of people i was really surprised at how high on the list of porn hub category it was oh it's or, like six yeah it was pokemon was really high on that list i'm like oh yeah oh yeah I, that's I, how people I, be i don't know why CJ says one of the primary reasons it's up there at six. Uh, <laughs> all right. So why'd they make that bunny so thick is all I'm saying. Why know. they it's make that bunny like... so thick. Um, so they're running, they're running across the planet. Uh, and Jack outrunning can... the sun, outrunning the sun. Okay. Jack I can... will have to ask then what is like, how, how often does this like, how long is a day here? Well, I mean, like a slightly slower than Riddick can run yeah. is how fast the planet so it's is. It's a blazing. really long day. I feel like you're gonna make it's not me like a 24 hour cycle. It's I feel like, like you're gonna make me calculate this later, but it doesn't matter because uh, it's dark right now, right? Like it's it's, it's probably too dark to see, generally, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. There's this. You can see the part of it that's melting and such, um, but, but the other part, it's all dark out. Fortunately, um, though, Rid so can see in the dark. Yeah. So they're they're running they're running along. Jack can keep up better this time, but still, Riddick is the most baddest asses, so he's going faster. But character growth this time, he decides that he will help Jack uh, when when Jack is like falling behind, even though he normally is just like anyone who can't keep up with me should just die. Uh, yeah. But doing so, he does. He gets just a little bit of sun on him. Just it, it hurts a little bit, and so that is the reason why when they do get to this spaceship, he is not in fighting condition when fucking Vako is there waiting for him. I, and well, okay, yeah. Now I'm really gonna have to do the math because, like, a human <laughs> height, the angle, yeah. the speed of which. I look forward to the follow-up on our next episode. I it's really feel... like a lot of work you're giving me right now, and I really am just like not you pleased have two with weeks. it. 
I'm I very feel like I told you guys that a cool firewall is like going and they're like, what if we outrun the firewall? And you're like, well, let me check the logistics of it. Like, shut okay, the fuck up. Okay, but this is like orbital. This is like orbit. Yeah, they, it's, it's like is... planets rotating around. Like, there are equations to well do defined. this. It's not Gandalf showing up and being like, you shall not see the sun. It's like a fucking guy running around a big circle and a different circle is shooting big powerful circle rays at him and if it gets hit oh no you should be thinking about it more like gandalf raising (laughs) that would be that would you would land with this a lot better so they they get there and uh fucking riddick gets gunned down and jack gets captured because he was he wasn't in full riddick fighting mode because he he was hit by the sun by a little bit he was he was a little bit on fire. Like oh. his arm? Like what part of him was a little bit on fire? Uh it's, I seem to recall it's just like thick like, ass. His hand. <laughs> his thick ass. Because he's running. Thick he was ass like, was a little bit on fire. <laughs> he was sticking out too far. Um <laughs> we like that. So, That's funny. That's a good joke. So Jack has been captured, and Riddick is there, and he's like presumably dead, but then fucking a uh, magical lady brings him back to life, and Judy Dench. She, is she hot? Um, hotter than Judy Dench, so I guess oh. that's pretty hot. That's pretty uh, hot. So I mean. different magical space lady. Got it. Mm-hmm. And Did he not get melted? I'm confused. Okay, hold on. Uh, no, I told you he was just a little bit, Fran. No, yeah. but like they're fighting on like this helipad. And they gain, they gained this fine. distance. What it is this this place is inside. It's inside oh, the mountain. This is thing. the mountainside with all the blastoises. Yes. Oh, okay. Remember okay, the blastoises says that are like all of the blastoises <laughs> are protecting them. Right. They're like, okay, they're that's like, fine. They're I like, didn't realize you're inside at this covering point. Covering him with like a spray of water, still. like a like one of those like golf courses. Yeah, just misting. Yeah, exactly. So uh this this magical space lady Oh my god, is everything in the universe is like trying to stop me from finish this? Edge just opened itself up to tell me something about the fucking Pope. <laughs> is the Pope dead? Hold on, let me double Hold on. How know. many Popes do we have? I don't know right now. It's between one and zero usually. <laughs> I'm just gonna Google Pope. Do we All right, tell, I don't like, see anything about a Pope being dead. Convicts former Pope advisor of financial crimes 12 hours ago. I did not need wow. to know that edge. Yeah, trial um, Vatican's trial. Vatican, of the Vatican. Cardinal given five and a half year jail sentence. Vatican sentences Cardinal Giovanni Angelo Bacciui to over five years for fraud. Um, in, Pope, my in Pope jail? Does Pope does jail. the Vatican have a jail? All right, whatever. So a magical space lady has yep. showed up, mm-hmm. and she's inside like inside the Blastoises. Inside the Blastoises. Okay. And she is like. Riddick, you, I am like a a spirit of the Furians, and you're the last of the Furians, and I have been unlocking your power for some time now. I'm actually the reason you got magical sight eyes, Uh, and I... Is that all of it, though? She's she's like, I'm unlocking your powers little by little, and he's like, well, so far I can see in the dark, and she's like, yeah, that's that's it. That's me? That's me? 
he did a weird he did a weird power beam sphere thing one time it was in this in this movie it was weird what? um so in <laughs> so inconsequential you just glazed over it yeah it i don't know you can do like big bang blast or whatever it's not it a was, big deal yeah, it's it was entirely inconsequential it was only so that this part makes slightly more sense when she says i have been unlocking your powers over time very good you you must defeat the the lord marshal and uh avenge the furians because i'm furious about it oh and i'm he's furious like, about it he, he's like i see what you did there he's like, he's like you might be furian but i'm fast and furian and I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get him. He he says, "Well, I guess it really is all about family." <laughs> yeah, he, well, you and me were family, and that's the biggest thing that's important to me. That's what the that's what the B in my name stands for is big family. And I, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to spend my life serving this big family. And then he gives her a little kiss on the forehead. And says, "I'm I'm gonna go do the rest of the movie now." <laughs> All right, so Riddick, uh, he makes his way to the the fucking necromonger like fleet prime ship, right. and uh, sneaks his way on and sure. comes before. Come, yeah, he's he's not. I'm for sure. Being yeah, on. I'm sure there's some reason he got on there, but yeah, it was uh, dark he, out. No one else could see except me because you know. It's yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and so he. Uh, challenges the Lord Marshal in front of everybody, and uh, they're they're like, well, I think Vaco is like, well, you can't turn down a challenge. Like, there's some kind of Roman rule that you can't. Or are, are you afraid of some little prophecy, you you bitch? Yeah, yeah I've seen the end <laughs> of Gladiator. I know. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lord Marshal is like, well, fine, but first I'm going to show you, Riddick. Because you could join us instead, like your friend Jack. And no. Jack has been converted to a necromonger. Oh. And, she, and she's like, you should join us, Riddick. We're magical, immortal. We're nigh immortal. It's pretty neat, actually. She, I also got cool eyes from joining them. Turns out you can go to prison and get cool, cool eyes. It's just a little bit longer of a it process. Was, it was a longer, it yeah. I turned in the paperwork and I lost hope, but actually it was just I had to wait a month. Yeah, Magic Lady didn't give me my cool <laughs> eyes. I had to work for them. You're a little Nepo baby. You, you're, you little bitch, Reddick. So uh, Riddick and the Lord Marshal start duking it out. And uh, Riddick is losing this fight because the Lord Marshal, again, is a magic necromancer lich mm. thing. Oh, uh, and he's doing, he can do weird, like, teleporty stuff. And he's, he's going around, he's beating the shit out of Riddick. And it looks bad for Riddick. And the blade is about to come down on him when suddenly Jack leaps in front of it and takes the killing blow for Riddick. And oh. she's just like... I actually do. I think you're pretty cool still. It's like a weird change of heart. Her whole like <laughs> thing was that she wanted to be powerful and not die. And then she's died. So mm -hmm. that, uh, mm -hmm. cool. I realized that what's more important is that you, Vin Diesel, are a cool guy. It's literally eternal life right there. But <laughs> okay. And also probably Riddick would have been pretty disappointed in that decision. Would have been like, yeah, you should have did the... Uh, Live forever thing. That's because mm -hmm. my character trait establishes that I'm selfish. I look out for me. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Well, I guess if I, I guess based and on I those, like survivors, I guess based on those rules, the fact that you help me out means that I like you because I'm all about me. Yuki, you've got it. I think wow. probably I'm ready to uh, make my new D and D character. I think. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> so <gonna> insufferable. <laughs> so of course, like they start to fight, and now Riddick is furious. Hmm. And fast he, and furious, yeah. He's fast and furious, and he is able to beat the Lord Marshal, and he's able to beat him so handily that there is like no room for for Vako to like step in, and Vako's wife is just sitting there like, like, go oh, kill him, fight now, kill him now, and and Vako's like. I think he's like transfixed by how rad the fight is. If I remember right, he is just kind of like, "Whoa, holy shit!" Uh, and Riddick you kicked my ass so good that was so impressive. I'm still thinking about it right now. <laughs> and uh, and so Riddick he lands the killing blow on the Lord Marshal, and Riddick's just like, "All right, fine, I've done it, and now you guys can do whatever you want to me." <laughs> And um, anything you I do to me is fine by me. All the big even, powerful Greek Roman men. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. My 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 little bestie just died. Um, and of course, what do they all do? They all bow before yeah, him. Yeah, because he's Lord Marshal now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> Vin Diesel just jacks off on the screen for like five minutes because he's like, "Yeah, you like this, don't you, you little bitch?" And that is uh, that is how that movie ends. And that's if, how it ends. That's how that's how the movie ends with with Riddick sitting on the throne and he says, "You keep what you kill." And for anyone who was dumb enough in the audience to not be like, "Oh right, that thing," um, right. And if logic had their way, that would be the end of the Riddick series. But Vin Diesel said, "Fuck that." No. They um. Nay. There, there was a, uh, there was like a myth going around that there was a, uh, uh, you know, the 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 Roman uh, Colosseum. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a room in it. It was called the um, the Comitorium, and everyone thought that's where everyone went to jack off on Vin Diesel when he like did a good job in the arena. But uh, that's actually just where people arrived for the event, and they just like walked inside. They, that's where they would they would come to go inside and that's a very funny joke if you know about the vomitorium thing and like the myth with all that stuff but that's like that's sort of the like apex level comedy that i i just can't do because it's too isolating it makes people feel too small and i'm sorry for that and there's no chance this doesn't get into the episode and that's the that's the troubling part because i'm so chuffed with that whole thing that whole exchange that's just there's no chance that it's not that's not in there that i'm not talking to the people right now oh man so that's the end of the second movie that uh, should have sunk the series, but Mr. Vin Diesel, uh, that Fast and Furious money, he uh, he, he insisted, wants. he insisted that they make a third one. Insisted and, with hundred dollar bills coming out of his fist <laughs> as he's holding them out. This third movie is called Riddick. Okay, right, back <laughs> to form. We're back, back to, to form. 
he he like the movie starts with him saying like somewhere along the way i got soft and i need to remember my animal instinct i got too beta and now i'm gonna do a movie where i'm a big strong man again uh i'm not even gonna go over this one this one is (laughs) almost entirely a rehash of the first movie he goes he goes to a planet to like find his roots uh he instead of jack there's a alien dog that he hangs out with uh mercenaries they replaced replaced the trans man with a dog (laughs) hell yeah great um the fucking mercenaries come to find him for his big big bounty and (laughs) uh fuck it one of the mercenaries is john's wait i thought john's was dead it's john senior who is in every way like john's but is mad because he thinks that riddick killed his son john's um Mm. oh Okay. Okay. Wasn't is... John's like a? Okay. I thought John's was like an orphan for some reason. No, he's no. All, just a merc. Also, um, great. The, the one difference, uh, Dave Batista is one of the mercenaries, and he is pretty pretty funny Whoa. because he's a, he's a big dumb mercenary guy, and uh, he he and Riddick do back and forth and where he's he the butt of the joke. He is like okay. I I am a simple person, and yet I'm very strong. You know. The character I play. <laughs> uh, oh, and also they're they're fucking around on the planet for a little while. Oh, but there's a big like dust storm coming, and it turns out that there's a bunch of alien monsters that only live in the dust storm, and there's fucking thousands of, of them, and they have to escape and, the planet. And they have uh, okay. shark heads, but these ones are like nurse shark heads, not like these, hammerhead shark heads. These yeah. ones have scorpion tails. They and are they, also pretty rare. And and they smell testosterone not blood which means that <laughs> oh no riddick. <laughs> riddick run you can't save yourself <laughs> um so that that is the movie series thus far i i justify talking about this because mr vin diesel is there's no way make a fourth so there's a fourth one coming <laughs> when did the, the third one, one come out 2013 so with this a decade later, a decade in the making, he said, "Listen, we're not we're not releasing it till it's done." It's listen, I gotta save up a little more Fast and Furious money before. <laughs> but then I am going to make you guys make a, a fourth one. Unfortunately, uh, we put Vin Diesel in the tank, but this series only takes Vin gas, so we're gonna have to put some Vin unleaded in there. So we're gonna back back it up. We gotta slow it down because society can't handle what I'm what I'm cooking over here. Uh, so so that is the Riddick movie series. Um, now you might recall I was talking to you guys a little earlier about Escape from Butcher's Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in that pile of things that Vin Diesel made people make when he was uh-huh. uh like first super into this and throwing his his biggest dickus around, um. He made them make a video game about mm. Riddick. Mm. Uh, it's called Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher's Bay. It okay. came out in 2004 um, mm. on, I believe, the original Xbox at the time. No. We've been talking about Chronicles of Riddick for a while, right? So you guys have a pretty good vibe on the series, right? Mm. Okay. Um, Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher's Bay is one of the greatest licensed video games of all time. It has won multiple awards and is like 
legitimately oh. one of my favorite stealth games of all time. Stealth? It is it is so, so good in like stark contrast with all the rest of the stuff that this series puts out. Um Wait. it's Wait. it's fucking awesome. It's just randomly a really, really good game. Okay. It's a, it's a prequel. It is a prequel. It's origin story, I assume. Uh, I mean, or like, why is, he's so cool? It is. It is um, about this the space planet in which he got his his shiny eyes. Um, I think I got the shiny eyes from the space lady. Uh, he said I mean, he got he them did... from breaking out of space prison. Frank, come on, keep up. Yes. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um. And so his, this his, is... his captor is the bounty hunter William J. Johns. The two have had previous encounters. So even in this prequel, they still have already had previous encounters before the se- I mean, But this is the one that gave him his space eyes. Why they not are, just make are... this the one where they meet? Uh, because, because that way Vin Diesel can have banter back and forth with Johns about uh, how they're, oh, you got me again, Johns, but you know I'm going to break out of this place. And he's like, no, nah, Riddick, this time's for real. The, <laughs> the rapper Exhibit is in this video game. Oh, wow. He he pulled a lot of uh, like several other like actors for for the voices and they actually do like a really good job. That's this great. is one of the earliest games that I would say has like good voice acting throughout. Um, this cool. one came out three years before um, Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed like definitely pulled a decent amount of influence from the whole like. Uh, platforming traversal in order to get to secret areas to stat kill people the bestest like hold on assassin's creed is that new hold on really they got steve bloom to play in this they got steve bloom to play in this fucking Uh, assassin's creed first one is 2007 really i thought it was older than that sorry no Uh, no i mean it was on the 360 was it wow yes steve bloom steve bloom's in this video game that's great that's 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 the that's the tsunami guy. It all came full circle. I know. Circle. It's also Spike Spiegel. It, it uh, all came full circle. Like, this is this is. Um, um, hey, every space cowboy, this is my spaceship where Riddick is <laughs> on it. <laughs> you know? uh, so I look forward to your progress on your Spike Spiegel slash Steve Bloom impression. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, a little bit of work, maybe. I'm I'm Brimstone. I and at all, at all. So, uh, this is this is a game that is about uh, escaping one of these prison planets, right? Mm-hmm. And part of what makes it like fun and interesting and different from a lot of other stealth games is that for roughly two thirds of the game, like you don't have any resources to work with, like you are. In just like in a prison, you have nothing working for you, and it's a lot of like, uh, oh, I fucking had to like tail this guy who I knew had a shiv so that I could kill him in the back room, and now I have something that is somewhat stabby, and le- and just like very slow progress through. I am going to like build up and earn every bit of my escape from this prison place. Um, 
So it's like bartering but, of like I started with like a bead and I traded all the way up to a ship situation. Get so, like murder bartering. Yeah. Uh, it says that it was inspired by Thief the Dark Project and Deus Ex. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um I mean, especially with Thief, you can feel the influence. Um yeah, it's a very but, non you, you don't you're not supposed to fight anybody. It is it's a it's a really it's a it's a really good game, but I do love it's also it is like still a B a B movie sci-fi kind of thing. And I love basically um the the super the super rich leader of the prison planet, right? Like his his section of it is like posh, like mm-hmm. chandelier cathedral kind of stuff. Um he's just like Ah yes, I've got my Riddick now, and you'll you'll never escape from Butcher's Bay because we all have to say this when you come to our prison planets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, title drop. And so, uh, he for, first he puts him in regular prison here. Foolish. And uh, Riddick is able to uh, you make a riot occur, right? Uh-huh. And Riddick is almost able to escape. But then they catch him again, and he's like, oh, very trip, tricky, Riddick. I am going to put you into double max security prison now. Ooh. And so they lower him into, like, the deepest section where everyone just kind of works as, like, slave miners. And he, you have to, like like, work your way up. You get some resources by, like, participating in a fight club in the, that, like, the guards run in there where the inmates all just murder each other. Cool. Uh, and you work your way out and you are almost able to escape at that point but he gets caught again he's like all right i'm not fucking around anymore riddick and so he puts you you once you wouldn't send him to triple triple oh my god prison. no no one can get out of triple triple prison that's that's like the worst one (laughs) triple triple max they keep you in a pod all day, except for two minutes where they have to let you out to exercise every day. Otherwise, uh, he would get small, and he can't be small. He's got to be big. Not in prison. Not in prison. <laughs> and so, Riddick, while while being in there, he is able to like, ah, uh, you take like like a loose screw that he finds off of something, and like as he's getting back into the pod, because there's fucking guns up there, like, you must now return to the pod or, or we are legally allowed to shoot you dead. Yeah. And he's, and so he just, like, like sticks it in the one section, and so the hinge is going down, and it looks like it closes, but it is broken or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you break out of this max secure... Triple, triple prison you break <laughs> out of? <laughs> you break out of triple max security prison, oh and then uh, because you're up in the fancier section, they do have the guards who are actually well equi- equipped, like with fucking gun robots, and oh. you you steal into one of the gun robots, and like we're we're done with stealth now, and you now have a final gun robot fight with yeah. the fucking boss man, That's and fun. I am. At the, uh... I, I'm looking at the the page here. It says they made a Windows port of Escape to the Butcher Bay, uh, which was entitled The Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher's Bay Director's Cut. Uh, the game features a higher display re- resolution, additional cigarette packs, and a new scene <laughs> where Riddick steals mechanized riot armor. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> so you get so you get two cool things. You get the mechanized riot armor and additional cigarettes, which is very cool. Uh it's it's fucking it's fucking rad. I love that the general consensus for why this game didn't do better is because it was attached to such a late <laughs> fucking movie it's series. I mean, like, that like, not enough people thought it would be good. They thought it would just be more, uh, you know, like shovelware schlock that you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, so it didn't sell very well. According to the Wikipedia page, it says is often cited as one of the, quote, greatest video games ever made. During the game, Riddick acquires eyeshine, allowing him to see in the dark, but temporarily mm-hmm. blinding him if used in the light. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Wow. Uh, there you go. We finally we found out for you, Jack, how how Riddick got his so this, uh, his eye shine from a fucking really good video game. So this is actually a story about the greatest video game ever made. <laughs> wow. Now I don't know. I would say calling it one of the greatest games ever made might be a bit of a stretch, but. I would say it probably is one of the greatest games ever made based off of a licensed property. Uh, go with that. And it is, again, like legitimately a landmark stealth game, and it's fucking wild. Honestly, I think that more people who get rich and famous should spend their money on making video games. Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree. I think people who are rich and famous should invest in video game industry and invest in very small but funny podcasts because that's right we're at the end of this episode we have done another episode of the lore you know thank you guys so much for listening we love to have you here we love to talk about silly funny bullshit that vin diesel did i guess (laughs) that's that's always a good time uh and we love to share that with you guys and when we share it with you guys you can also share it with other people, your friends, your family, the people you know, just let them know that there's a, a silly little podcast. Uh, put it on social media. We're on Blue Sky. Uh, if that's your speed, we're cooking with spices over there. And uh, we're on YouTube. Obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Give us that subscribe. Give us just, you know, ask Ethan how his day is going because oh. uh, he just likes that. He likes it when you check in. He, it's not a big deal. Like, he won't be sad if you don't. But it just brightens his day a little bit mm-hmm. if you do. So thank you guys again. Uh, and we want to thank Gail Storm Kitchener for doing the artwork for the channel. You'll see it all of, about us and, and on the channel page and all that good stuff. And we want to thank Apacho for doing the intro and outro song to the podcast. And Wow. What a journey! What a what a a, a chronicle, if you, oh! <laughs> if 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 you will, um, but uh, this one is not the chronicle of Reddick. Actually, this one is the chronicle of me. I've been CJ. Oh, I've been Ethan, and I've been Fran, and I am Groot. That's right. I brought it back <laughs> right, at the, right at the end because I really thought it was funny earlier, and I wanted to do it again. <laughs> I love it.